This is Mommy as Fuck Podcast, your weekly unfiltered girl chat about all things parent and adulthood. Welcome back to Mommy as Fuck Podcast. I'm your host and favorite MILF, Jacoria. Thank you, mommies and daddies, for joining me, whether you're listening in the car, at work, on your way to go exercise, wherever you're at, I appreciate you. Hi, y'all. I'm back. I know it's been a minute. I've been been back, but now I'm back with the jump off, okay? Thank y'all for bearing with me, <laughs> okay? I have, you know, we're mommies. This whole podcast is about mommy, mommyhood and balance, and so I definitely had to take the, the last couple of weeks to kind of focus my energy on I'm wrapping up school. I'll actually be done tomorrow, so... You know, woo, woo, woo. Um, excited about that, but I definitely just had to tap out for a second and really just focus. But I'm back with a vengeance. So thank y'all if y'all been checking for episodes. Your girl is back, okay? And I'm coming back, like I said, with a vengeance. Today I actually got a dope ass guest on the show, Miss Jessica Lynn. Hey, girl. Hey. Uh, if y'all don't know, if you're not familiar, I have you plug all your, <laughs> all your businesses, but, uh, Jessica is, she's a mom, obviously, you know, she's an entrepreneur, she is an author, and do you call yourself a Nana, Grandma, what you, what you is that, that is my son's son? son. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes. I haven't accepted, no, we have BB, I BB. Called, we haven't called me BB, but I'm, it's so hard to wrap my head around okay i can imagine yes so um yeah so i'm joint in the studio today and so um now you have two kids you have a son and he is how old he'll be 22 okay and then wow okay that's wow and then your daughter is how old 12 12 okay and so um, I have an 11-year-old daughter, as y'all know, so we kind of be chopping it up on Facebook and, you know, through through just knowing each other, I think, and seeing each other in the community, like, I thought it would be dope for us to do an episode around daughters um, and kind of specifically tween daughters. A lot of my friends, um, they do have kids, but I have the oldest actually out of the bunch, so, um, and the kind of reaction that I get when I tell people I have like a tween daughter is, Oh my God. Like I feel so, so, so sorry for you or I'm a pray for you. Like I get that reaction yeah. all the time. And I'm like, for what? Like, no, I, I, you, do you get you that? Need it. You need it. Okay. For you real. Okay. Yeah. And you, you need it with kids period. Did she just turn 12? She turned 12 in September. So she'll be 13. 13 this year. Okay. So my daughter turned 11 in January. So, okay. It's a little bit, of a gap but still they both not she's yeah. not a full teenage mm-hmm. yet so yeah so I get that reaction and I'm like why like why y'all they're like because she about to be a teenager and teenage girls is like crazy and their attitudes is bad and I'm like I don't not to say that I don't think my daughter attitude like she's gonna give me attitude I mean she give me attitude now mm-hmm. we females you know we have hormones and stuff like that um but I'm not scared when it comes to like, like, I don't think she's going to be like, oh, Dan, uh, you know, like <laughs> dipping out the window, jumping out the window. Like, I'm right. not, I don't think she's going to be like crazy like that. I think because of the relationship we have, um, 
I do have some fears and we'll talk about like those are fears. Um, But you said that you do need the prayer. You need to be prayed up. I do. I need to be covered (laughs) because um, my kids test me. Okay. They, but I won't say that daughters are any worse because my son put me through. That's because you got the best of both worlds to be able to like compare. I don't know nothing else except for having. Well, and I mean, everybody's circumstances is different. It and what I've noticed is. I don't have my my son's father was not involved, but mm-hmm. my daughter's father is. Mm-hmm. So that does, you do play see a the role contrast because I grew up with one parent, like my mother wasn't around. Okay, so you you definitely see okay. the value of having needed, two parents. Right? Okay, um, and we I have I got that question down too because yeah. I want to ask you more about that. But you definitely need the prayer, my daughter. Today, just <laughs> today, my daughter tests tests my patience every day. <laughs> but don't you think? All kids test their parents. Like, they might not try other people, but they going to try their parents. I feel like my kids, is, they just go a little Like further. above. Yeah, okay. I don't. The normal. I, they, the stuff that my, I mean, it's probably because of my parenting style also, but the stuff that they be saying to me and joke, like, or just saying <laughs> to each other or just saying out loud, just. Because you'll be posting some of the stuff. that to on. my dad, around my dad. But now, but now I catch myself saying because now I've gotten to a place where I still respect my father, but I'm mm-hmm. gonna be me, especially in my house. You live with me, yeah. So. And now you are a full, <laughs> full grown woman right. and so adult. I, and I do be saying stuff back, but like as a child, I'm mm-hmm. like, I would have never. No, and I think we just grew up in a different era where. It was right, like a kid is supposed to be seen, not heard, or you know, it was just. Um, you respect your elders. Mm-hmm. Like that's just the model regardless across the board where I think now we're at a generation where we like, listen, respect is earned, not given. Yeah, you know, yeah. I don't care who you are essentially. Like, of course I want, I think you would agree. Like we, we all want our kids to respect adults and authority. However, it have to end that energy got to be matched. I teach my, what I tell my daughter, obviously respect, like, you don't have to respect is earned, but you also go into it with some with. cooth about yourself. Mm-hmm. So when you interact with people, you just don't come off rah rah. Like mm-hmm. give them a benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. Let them. But also, I teach her to be kind and not nice. So be nice to people. I mean, be kind to people. Meaning okay. your intentions are well. Mm-hmm. You interact with people with good intentions. You're not operating from malice or just je- like you're not operating from anything. But you want to see this person. Be good in life. Okay. However, that does not mean that you're nice. Nice people want to be liked. They want to, they're people mm. pleasers. Kind okay. Is, it's going to be good intentions, but please believe there's boundaries in place and I'm going to okay. check you if you cross it. I so love Layla, that. Layla will, if okay. you are, she don't care how old you are, she's going to mm-hmm. get right with you. Okay. <laughs> I can appreciate that though. The difference now that you broke it down, because I'm like, well, what's the difference? You know, yeah. nice, kind, aren't they all just right adjectives? But like, I can appreciate that because, right, like, nice people get walked over, essentially, like, a lot of the times. Or, like, people who don't have clear boundaries set or, mm-hmm. um, you know, they just, like, super friendly. And I think as... Or, and people pleasing. Like, they want to do things to be liked. Or to they be don't, liked. They don't, they don't want to ruffle no feathers. Right. They, and that can um, take you away from being your real self and mm-hmm. being real, your real authentic self. And so I can appreciate that. I think I kind of similarly teach my daughter the same thing because um, she is not, 
she not really she's not the most friendly child honestly and she really do say and speak her mind and sometimes um people will comment on it like my friends like right they know they've grown up with her Mm -hmm. they've grown they've grown up with me right so they know my personality that's how I was essentially like I'm gonna speak my mind if I have an opinion especially if you ask my opinion but sometimes even if you don't ask my opinion I'm gonna give it anyway um but with her you know I'm trying to teach her like you know learn to filter out when you have to say Good stuff opinion. yeah that's my it, daughter ain't get that lesson yet and it's hard because i don't know <laughs> i don't know how to i don't i don't know why she not like why it's, i think it have it have to be taught and i don't know how to i guess go about teaching it and i'm just trying to like when when we're if somebody's like oh does that look nice i'm like you know if you ask her her opinion you better really want the real answer and we joke in my family because if you want to know if your food is good or if you <laughs> if you look cute ask ask my baby because she gonna tell you the the truth she not filtering out how she feel and I don't want to change that about her that is how she shows up that's her authentic self I didn't make her that mm-hmm. way um that's like the real her and I don't want her to change that because or feel like she got to play that down for people. Again, it's about respect. You definitely right. have to respect people. However, um, I don't want her to think to 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 grow up letting people play her or making people like feel like, you know, like just dumbing her down. I don't want her to dumb herself down for nobody, essentially. Yeah. Like, I just don't. So I just, you know, I'm trying to just like, cultivate it into a, a the the right form but again i can appreciate like the kindness versus the, yeah, the niceness like, that's what's Kayla up Kayla hasn't grasped how to because she just feel like her, it's her opinion and mm-hmm. everybody needs to hear it because okay it's that's right and she also that's my daughter my daughter is real sassy she's been sassy even mm-hmm. before she could talk mm-hmm. like moving her neck like <laughs> pants she just she's the spicy Real spicy. I her, it's ra- funny because her her second grade teacher, first or it might have even been kindergarten, at one of the parent teacher conferences was like, "You have a sassy, spunky Spitfire on your hands." And I'm like, <laughs> "Them all the same thing." They all mean they all adjectives <laughs> for the same exact thing. Okay, uh, but I know what you're getting at. All but right. She, so, but, so when she <laughs> says things. I tell her all the time, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Yes, yes, And yes. you can get your point across without the body language. And your body language is coming off real, like, aggressive. Yes. And yeah. it can be misconstrued that you have an attitude or that you're difficult to deal with mm-hmm. or, you know, you're combative. Mm-hmm. And that would be her issue. So, like, all the stuff that she be getting in trouble for at school is because of that. And I okay. tell her all the time, I'm not telling you to change what you said. I'm not right. telling you to change how you feel. I'm telling you to change how you present it. Right. Because you have to be mindful of all of this. And it's because it's, <laughs> it's people's perception. You know how it's mm-hmm. going to um, be perceived on the other side of it. I totally, like, agree. I think that's where I'm at with my daughter. She... Um, yeah, since as far back as I can remember, she's been very opinionated and she does have the same thing where she feels like her opinion needs to be heard. <laughs> yeah. Um, and since I can remember, she always even with me and used to piss me off because um, like I would say something and she'd be like, are you sure? 
It could be like right. about a fat. It could be about the sky. Why the sky blue? And I'd be like, oh, you know, because the precipitation <laughs> and the clouds. And you know, I'm giving, I'm spitting right. real facts to her, and she gonna be like, but are you sure? And she'd be googling the, you know, because she wanted to know for herself. She want to see it on, she she needs to validate what you said, not just because, oh, my mom said it or because such and such, the teacher said it. Like, I need to, I need to know that this is facts because it's facts and I got to stand on it. And so um, when she is opinionated about something, it's usually because she really knows what she's talking oh, about. Right. And so <laughs> I appreciate that because I know she ain't just spitting out stuff. Right. She has probably researched it done her own you know like really looked into it and so she's standing on what she's saying what she's what she's saying and i appreciate that about because you're not buckling down to me or nobody else and i don't want you to what i'm i'm trying to get layla to learn is the difference between facts and truths though there's so many facts i mean there's so many spitting some (laughs) some but there's very few facts (laughs) so if me and you just if if we leave this podcast Mm -hmm. and the same person asks how was the podcast? Mm-hmm. We could give two different, two different points. That don't mean we lying. Mm-hmm. That's from your perception. perception. Uh-huh. So I tell her all the time, like your opinion is valued mm-hmm. because you are valued, but you don't have to share with everybody mm. because you're trying to get them to see how you feel. And that's not their truth. So just leave them. That's their truth. You can't argue where with, they are. Like, right. right. And if they get to where you are, if you feel like you're absolutely right, then they have to get there on their own. Mm. That's not your responsibility to get them there. Okay. I like that. That's true. That's I always say it's three sides to a story. It's like your side, my side. And then like, the, the but facts. it's, it's the facts. Cause it, it is perception. It could be, um, and I've, I've realized this throughout the years, like, um, really having relationships with people and right. And like, they have their version my, and then I have my version and it's not that it, sometimes stuff is just straight lies though. Let's get that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let's get that straight. Right. Okay. Some shit is just <laughs> lies. However, like how you experience things is definitely based off of right your own trauma your own experiences past stuff yesterday it said people things happen through their the lens of their experiences Mm -hmm. so how they view it and it's not to invalidate another person's perspective it's just like this is how we both processed it so that's what's up okay so um what would be one fear because okay like we talking about right people like oh you got a little girl oh my god like teenager is about to be tortured i'm like i promise you the next freaking six years of her life or however whatever and so she's 20 it's not about to be terrible i'm not dealing with that i'm not even setting that i don't even want to accept that or take that energy in that oh her whole entire teenage years is about to be traumatic for the both of us no it's not it's going to be whatever, how we make it. Like, and the, like I said, we have a, a good communication style right now. And I don't see that stopping. I don't, cause that's my own parenting technique and the way that I parent. So it's not going to stop. I, if anything, I will adjust and learn how to parent her and meet right. the needs if they should, ch- you know, right. cause they're going to change. Right. Her hormones are going to change. Her attitude about things is going to change. I would not expect it should. We, right. I'm going to change in the next five six years right so of course I would expect her to change so um I'm not fearful of her teenage years there are things though that I'm fearful I'll say one thing I am scared about is like teen pregnancy Mm -hmm. just like that is probably my biggest versus and when I think about it I think about it like if a son versus a daughter and like you are essentially like kind of like living because your son has a 
a son now. Mm-hmm. So, right, when your son has a child, of course there's a relationship there with that with that grandchild. It's always going to be there. Um, however, when your daughter has a grand or a child, I think sometimes that can be a little bit different because not that you would be closer to the grandchild, but like because she's in your house, and essentially that the girlfriend, the girlfriend the wouldn't be right, right in your household. So, so it scares me a little bit more when I think about like her having sex, not her necessarily having sex, but just maybe potentially any irresponsibility around sex or leading to that because you know that could potentially lead to a teen pregnancy. So that's like one of the things that I'm fearful. I'm also fearful of like heartbreak, like her first heartbreak and experiencing that and what that's going to look like. Cause you know, it I'm happens. I'm like a fake therapist. So me too. I'm going to tell you to explore that teen pregnancy thing. Cause okay. maybe it's your fear that that's going to be on you as you're going to be a responsible. It is. Right. Like if I'm being trans, you know, a hundred percent transparent, right? Like I had my daughter when I was 20. And so, um, my whole twenties were spent being like, I mean, I'm still, I'm still being the parent, but like my entire twenties, was so I really didn't experience like going out um like rah rah right. teenage years so in my mind I've already built up what I expect my later 30s and 40s to, to look, look like, like right. so if I'm being selfish I'm you I don't want to but so what I'm gonna on. tell you is what I did with my son my father did not ha- I had my son when I was 15 so I, I was a teen mom mm-hmm my father did not have a sex talk with me until I was eight and a half months pregnant. Okay. Okay. So from jump with my son, first of all, I had it earlier with him because I'm like, boys, every boy I know is mm-hmm. like, oh, I lost my virginity at 12. I lost mm-hmm. my virginity. So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I'm going to have it with him young. early. So mm-hmm. I had it with him early. But I also set the standard. Like, listen, I'm not telling you that you're not going to have sex because mm-hmm. you're going to get peer pressured into it and then once you have it it's very very hard to stop right you're always going to be after that mm-hmm. you know what, like, it- what i am going to tell you is that though i will always be a mother and be supportive mm-hmm. mama gotta have a life <laughs> so i'm not okay raising your child that's your, your child. child i'm not dealing with no baby mama drama mm-hmm. if she's saying that she's not gonna deal you know i'm if you're gonna be in my house mm-hmm and she pulled that, we going to court. Right. If you like, I'm nipping everything in the bud okay. soon. So he was, and he also likes his freedom. And I, he, because he was with me, we grew up together. Right. Like, so he's seen it. And I would tell him, Tyler, I'm so behind the ball. Like everything that I want for you and I'm trying to accomplish is taking me 10 times longer to get there. Because one, I, you know, I'm you a, had I'm a, a late start, mom, essentially. but I don't have no support system. Like, mm-hmm. so like when he okay. was eight, my dad went to jail and that's who helped me. His dad was never around mm-hmm. and I had him so young that none of my friends have kids right. yet. So it's not fair to, you know, for them. So I didn't have a village with him. Yeah. It was literally just me and him. Okay. So I'm telling him like, you see how I don't go nowhere. You see the type of sneakers you get in. Mm-hmm. Like this is because I was ill prepared. Mm-hmm. So he travel like you know he still had his son at son at an early age but my son has a 700 credit score he got 
a couple thousand dollars saved up. Because you were he able to prepare has him. has traveled. He's still traveling. Like, he's responsible with his money. Mm-hmm. He already has a savings account for the bait. Like, stuff, he's way ahead of the game okay. more than I was. So you have to talk to her mm-hmm. about your real, like, struggles of, like be honest with yeah, her kind of like you saying like you felt like your son grew up with you like I feel the same with my daughter yeah, like she had those conversations and I think that's also why she is very um because we have very candid conversations we always have I really didn't she didn't grow up like one of them google gaga babies um she was talking at a very because i was always talking straight to her <laughs> like <laughs> that's from, how i am with my kids. Yeah, yeah just from a very um early age yeah. and that's kind of like everybody around me picked up on that too mm-hmm. talking to her and i think that's why and like i said a lot of my friends they didn't they they weren't moms until later on so every interaction she had was very was surrounded by like grown adults and not that she um is fast or but she talks very like adult style she Mm -hmm. talks she's able to communicate in school like that's her strong point is english writing all of those things because from the beginning like to me that's one of the most important things we can teach our kids is communicate and reading and writing because if you can read and write you can go you can do anything and can't nobody put anything over your head and get anything past you so it was just always important to me but um yeah the teenage pregnancy is definitely I think uh personal <laughs> personally fear-based it's not that because I will absolutely feel like if that situation arise of course like we're gonna figure it out and navigate it and she would have support and be in a better situation than like I was at 20 um and just making sure that she would be prepared, even if that because ha- shit happens, right? Like we not above any, you know, stuff happens all the time. So I know people, my friends who have gotten pregnant on birth control. Right. <laughs> so right. you know, I'm not uh, naive to the fact that anything could happen. Um, I'm just like I don't, don't, I don't. I but think if you, I think because I had those candid conversations with him, because we were, you know, I was so open. That that's why, because what time was I, like, I remember one time I came home, he had to be, like, 13, 14, and I found a Magnum rapper in my house, and I was like, Tyler, is you in here fucking? And he was like, no, that ain't mine, that must be yours. I want to knock his head up, because I haven't had none in a while, because I can't go nowhere, because I can't trust you, because you speak out. <laughs> like, so... <laughs> Like in eighth grade, I think they love like that. Eight, that's I don't. That he lied. Up, so his thirteenth birth, fifteenth birthday, he lied about his age. He was messing with this girl, and I invited. I had like a surprise party, and I had told his friends to bring all his other friends over. <laughs> and he brought the girl that my son was dating, and she was like seventeen, and mm-hmm. she thought Tyler was seventeen until she came to oh, his fifteenth birthday. Oh shit. <laughs> And I didn't even say how old he was. Like, I didn't put it on a cake or nothing. Uh But she seen my tattoo, and it said his his birthday birthday. under it. (laughs) And so she was like, wait. (laughs) So she, and that was like his first heartbreak. I remember he had, he was crying in the bathroom. The the bathroom was all fogged up. And then he wrote his name and her name in the mirror. (laughs) Oh, my God. And, um, wow, I commend you for raising a black boy like a oh, son. He put me through in, it. in this, he, 
he definitely put me through it. And we went down that road with, with him being incarcerated. Like, he did stints and fairy, like, had a ankle bracelet, mm-hmm. like, was on, we was them pins. Like, he put me through it. Yeah. But I think, I don't like to, I'm fake feminist, so I don't like to say that <laughs> girls is different than boys. Mm-hmm. In no, because I, like, you, you got to be as open as you are. I think because with of, the boys because and girls. Fear, we don't want to have them conversations with them because we don't want to open a door like, oh, if we talk about sex, she's going to get she gonna about get, it. Yeah, gonna, I don't no, believe in like, that either. You have to talk about it. You have to. Yeah, because if not, guess what? They're going to listen. They're going to listen to it. And it's songs, right. music, TV, friends. And is that where and we really want them learning? Me, that was my thing. Like, I was never as... I was always boy crazy, mm-hmm. but I was never like fast. Like mm-hmm. I wanted, I was, I wanted to be touched and be, mm-hmm. that was never me, but my friends were doing it. So because I wasn't having those conversations with my dad mm-hmm. and had that connection with my parents, my friends was like, when they was like, oh, you should do it. It's so fun. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, this is who I connect this with. Is, so well, this, this is, is who I mm-hmm. want to please. Yeah. If you had that relationship with your parents, you're like, okay, this is who I connect with. This is who I want to please. Yeah, they're like, going to come to you. So you're going to have that in your head when you go to make those decisions. Like, nah, this ain't the right time. Yeah. My parents have told me, like, if I'm feeling uncomfortable to We've do We've educated them on. Or if right. they do decide that is how the, that, that they do want to do it, right, they're going to come to us and we'll be able to help them navigate that in a in a safest way possible how we like how you said that we're raised on that speak don't speak until you're spoken to that Mm -hmm. impacted me bad so like because i didn't have a voice in my house Mm -hmm. and because of other things that was going on in my house i didn't want to ruffle feathers anywhere okay because like my house was very um traumatic as far as like physical abuse and stuff that was going on so because i was dealing with it at home Mm -hmm. i didn't want to deal with it in my friendships. Yeah. So I was a very, like, I was like, oh, like, real easy to do Passes. some shit. Because I didn't want to, I, I okay. want my friends to like me. I don't, when I'm in this space, I want it to be good because okay. this is my. That makes sense. My This is like, yeah, yeah, that completely makes sense. So I wasn't ready to have sex and all of that, but my friends were. So okay. Layla, she's way different than me because she can, she advocates for herself. So okay. if she's not feeling something, she's going to be like, nah. She ain't, I ain't with it. I don't right. care who said what, when. <laughs> I, I don't need, I'm, I'm, I'm at home. I don't need y'all. Like, I'm good alone. <laughs> That's literally, yes, that is my daughter. She don't want to, and I really try to support her. And it could be the minor, the, the, the littlest thing where she like, I don't want to go over there. And I'm like, okay. I always try to get her opinion on stuff. Mm-hmm. I always try to get her insight and her thoughts frame around things so she always feels like she has a voice I, I never want her to feel like certain things yes I'm a I'm the parent certain things you gotta make the decisions you know as the head of the household whatever that that just you can't negate that but I never want her to feel like oh I'm a you know like um the ruler of the house or like you know right. you know like I do want it to be democratic to an, an extent. extent an extent right exactly but I told Layla that Right now, I'm in a supervisor role. Mm-hmm. So, as your supervisor, I have to pay attention to what mm-hmm. you're doing. Mm-hmm. I have to sometimes make decisions that are for the, the best, best because you're not educated enough mm-hmm. to, to see the full scope of the right. picture. I was like, but I'm still going to have meetings. We're going to have team meetings. And mm-hmm. we're going we to like give me your opinion. And you can no way. tell me what, what works for you. And I can make some adjustments mm-hmm. if need be. 
when you leave is when I'm more of a consultant. Like you could come to me and I could see, you You know, you don't have to listen to me, but right. I can give you my take on it. Okay. I'm kind of the same way. Like I, I, I don't word it that way, but I just tell my daughter, like, you know, I feel like I'm instilling stuff the, right. the in you, right? Like, and when you're not around me, right? Like you have to learn how to navigate that and make the best decisions possible. I don't want to have to micromanage you. Right. I don't, I'm not a micromanaging person. So don't put me in a position to have to do that. Cause if, if you do, for instance, like homework, <clears throat> my daughter's still remote. So, um, it's really up to her to get up in the morning, right? The mm-hmm. alarm is set. You get up, you do your business, mm-hmm. get on the computer, make sure the work is done every day. The teacher sends out the well, list of work. Right. I won't say nothing. She didn't even know, like until That's I. Like- Right, that this was, you know, I'm checking the email. I'm like, all right, cool. A couple of days go by. At the end of the week, the teacher sends out what didn't get completed for the week. So I'm like, sometimes she would be between me and her dad's house. So I'm like, okay, all right, this week I see she missed that assignment. And it would be the same thing each week that she was missing. Mm-hmm. And at first, she like, she started in the beginning of the year. She was on top of everything. And then I noticed, like, kind of like, the last uh, couple months, mm-hmm. it kind of like I was noticing the same assignment. And I'm like, OK, it got to be something with this particular like stuff that she just don't because it's the same thing. So I just asked her casually, still not telling her that right. I have these couple weeks that I have seen this pa- not because it's a pattern. Right. I could give you one week to miss a couple of these assignments. It's not a significant assignment. The right. teacher will allow you to get it done a couple days late. But now I'm seeing a pattern. So now I have to bring it to your attention. I was mm-hmm. trying to wait to see if you would correct it on your own. You or didn't. Come to me, or right. come to me and say, Ma, this one thing, like, it's so tedious and right. it's so boring. And you didn't. So now I have to bring it to right. you. Now I'm laying out, well, you know, I get these emails yeah. from the teacher. And she's like, oh, for real? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> and so I'm like, you know, so what is it about this particular? And she's like, oh, well, it's tedious. I'm like, well, why you didn't say nothing? Or why you didn't email, you know, your teacher? Like, that's what they're there for. And so she's like, you right. Yeah, okay. And I'm like, okay. That's 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 the extent. You're not in trouble. At this point, you're not in trouble because now, okay, we've had, we've had a conversation. Now, moving forward, if I continue to see the pattern and you still not bringing it to my attention or using the resources that you have, yes, that's going to lead to punishment or whatever the case may be. But I, it's a very laid back. My house is so laid back to the point where I'm like, is this going to like hinder her in the long run? Because I be so laid back mm-hmm. and like not on top of her. But I'm like, my mom was very much so like that coming up very much like, OK, I put good shit into you. <laughs> yeah, we got some fucked up shit going on in the house. But overall, I'm raising you decent, you know, right from wrong. Make the choice. Make the choice. Make the right choice. If you don't, however, now I have to follow up and see you about it. So I'm very much so the same way. And I think that, like, for me growing up as a teenager, um, I I really didn't. Like, that's why I don't have the fear of her being a bad teenager because I wasn't a bad teenager. And I came from a very traumatic household, too. And um, I still... Um, that didn't result in me like being uh, like 
rebellious or wilding out or being disrespectful. I had my moments like right. we you going like as a teenager you're going you going through I think a lot. People, period. I think people put a people lot of emphasis gen- on general on teenagers, but I know it's humans who act the moody, stuff. um, wilding, being irresponsible. Everything that I was doing as a teenager, grown ass people still be doing it. Right. I was like, how? No how? Right. Exactly. <laughs> so I agree. It's not just a teenage thing. Yeah. It's a human thing. But as in a teenage day, like they exploring, they going to test boundaries. They have to. That's they the, start feeling emotions that they don't have. That they didn't and even Just like know. when they were kids, when they couldn't express themselves, you had to teach them how to regulate their emotions. Mm-hmm. Now there's new emotions being introduced when you're a teenager. Mm-hmm. So you got to teach them how to regulate those too. Yeah. So I totally agree. So I'm just like... Girl, so, yeah, my house is very, like, super, I'm just like, don't make me have to be on top of you, please. I don't want to be that type of parent. I, I changed my parenting style with, with Tyler and Layla. So, with Tyler, I raised, because I was so young and I was still in my father's house, I raised him how my dad raised me. So, very do as I say, not as I do. Okay. Children are supposed to be seen and not mm-hmm. heard. Be respectful. Um. I raised him like that. And so I was when he started acting up, to for me it was tighten up, be on top of him, check mm-hmm. his check his phone, be in his business, yeah. like cause Tyler was very sneaky. And I think that and that pushed him away further. So like I had got to the point where he couldn't go outside. I got a security system put in. Mm-hmm. He couldn't every time he left the house or he opened a door, I got a chirp on my phone. Okay. Like it was bad. <laughs> so he was sneaking. Like I had made it where I was taking my laptop and my stuff out the house with me so okay. he couldn't get into it. The man hacked the security system. Wow. Crafty. And was on the internet <laughs> through the security. Like, wow. Yeah. It was bad. But I think he was exploring that because I was locking. I was Right. Making he, it. I was making it. I was like, if he don't have no money, he can't get nowhere. So I'm right. not giving him no allowance. Okay. I'm getting him a bus card. He can't go nowhere without no money. The man took stole all my movies and DVDs and took them to record theater. It was like, oh, I'm going to get me some money. Wow. Like, <laughs> Crafty. Okay. Resourceful. Like, I can appreciate that. Like, <laughs> this one Netflix is starting to come up. Right. So like, oh, we're not watching these movies. I'm about to take them to record theater. I can appreciate that. So with that. Layla, I'm more like, and so he bugged out, I think, because I was so... Do as I say, not as mm-hmm. I do. Like, I don't care what you feel. I don't care what you're going through. Yeah. This is how you're supposed to behave. So with Layla, it's more like you can talk to me. You can, like, I let up the reins a little bit. So okay. hopefully, and my dad, again, because I was, my parents were so strict with me. When I got freedom, I got freedom. And I was like, oh, I don't know when I'm going to be able to come back <laughs> out the house again. So, so I got to take advantage. <laughs> right. Um. So you, I mean, as long as you had that balance. Of yeah. Letting them do things and not do things. And then also, I teach Layla natural consequences. So with her, she's also remote. Mm-hmm. I'm like, listen, this is what you got to do. You're not going to pass the seventh grade. You've been in the same school since you were in second grade. You're mm-hmm. going to continue to see these people. And I was like, so if you fail the seventh grade, I'm not changing your school. I love that. You're going to be in the same school with these same people that you've known mm-hmm. since the second grade. And they're going to see you back <laughs> and they in there see you. <laughs> while they graduate next year. And you're going to be a year behind. And so that she's fearful of optics. Like I play on her. On her kind of fears. On her fear, kind of. Like her, I know what motivates my child, like what her Mm -hmm. motivations are, what 
will prompt her to do things. So when I want her to do something, only if she's not doing what I have to say, mm-hmm. I'm like, Layla, I can cut. I will cut your phone off mm-hmm. until you get it done. Yeah. And that's her thing. Like, she loves connection to the world. So she gets it done. Me yelling at her don't work. Mm-hmm. Riding her doesn't work. So the same thing with that. I'm like, this is the optic. I know you not yeah. like that. So You do have to, though. I feel like you do have to. Because you can put some kids on punishment yeah. and whatever. You they won't give a fuck. Right. Yep. But then if, like you said, like, if their thing is going places or whatever, and you like, oh, we're not going nowhere. We're not going to the mall. You know, whatever. We're not leaving the house. That could be torture to that particular child. You do have to kind of play on your your kid and for what works it's not um i don't think that's a bad thing like i I do i feel like the same thing like i i've never been a whooping type of um household i didn't get grow up with a lot of whoopings um so to me it wasn't really even like like when i would i would my mom was a yeller and I would rather, when I was a kid, I, I wanted her to whoop me because she would yell for <laughs> fucking hours. Like, be talking about the same thing for, like, two hours, right? Like, you you like, walk right, away, just whoop, me, just whoop right. me and get it over with. I'm probably going to go to sleep, wake up, it's going to be over. But, like, to hear you keep bitching about the same thing, like, I get it, you're mad. All right, right. cool. So, <laughs> but just because it wasn't a natural thing for me, I didn't grow up really, like, whooping I, my daughter probably got you know popped a couple times but for her like she don't like to be yelled at or um now the ipad like is her she don't have a phone yet so the ipad is her like safe haven mm-hmm. is her um connection to the world tiktok she addicted to tiktok so it's like if i take that away whatever that's like trim traumatizing so Mm -hmm. i just it's like playing on them little things i'm like okay and i try to even when i'm giving chores and stuff i'm like yo you could watch the ipad but get this and it's done i don't care if you fold clothes first or clean your room first like whatever order you want to i try to be very still even with like stuff like chores very still flexible and still give her room to make to to have some type of or feel she has some type of like choice in it but let me see. I had another question. Um, okay, so we kind of talked about you, like, you are doing differently from your childhood, basically, mm-hmm. like, giving Layla room to um, kind of, like, have her own personality be be heard, essentially, like that. So um, is there anything, like, else that you want to do differently with, with, with either of your kids? Um. Like, for me, you, we were talking about, like, it's the importance of having the conversation about sex. That is something that I want to, um, even now I'm already introducing that, like, having a conversation about sex. Because I didn't have the sex conversation in my house either, um, ever. Um, I think I, you, it's about knowing your kids. So, like, I was always boy crazy. Mm-hmm. And I feel like my dad never picked up on picked it. Picked up on that. Or maybe um, he was trying to ignore or it. trying to ignore it. So, like, I feel like had he picked up on it and we had those talks early, some things I wouldn't have gone through. Mm-hmm. Layla has no interest in boys whatsoever. <sighs> and so we talked the other day. I just noticed, I'm like, 
all my friends, kids that are Layla's age and kids that I know, like these kids are fast. They're already into boys. My one friend daughter is on the phone with boys late, sneaking and FaceTiming mm-hmm. them. And Layla does not have that. So like somebody had even texted her one time and was like, this boy like you. She was like, and? Like, <laughs> <laughs> so we were talking recently and I said something like, when you see boys, like, do you get, mm-hmm. do you feel, like, attracted to them or whatever? And she was just like, no. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, do you feel that way about girls? And she was like, no. What's it called when you just don't, when you, what is it, asexual? Oh, asexual. <laughs> she was like, that's what I am for now because I don't like nobody. <laughs> I hear her. My daughter is the same. I've been, because she, my daughter in fifth grade, and, like, it hit me this year because she's in, like the you know her little mm-hmm. her body's changing she's in pre-puberty like we've gone mm-hmm. to the doctor and stuff like that so i was thinking back on like being her age and i'm like yo by her age i definitely like had crushes i definitely had had like fifth grade i think was my first like boyfriend mm-hmm. um I remember specific crushes throughout even younger than that, honestly, where I can identify like, oh, yeah, I I liked him. I had a crush on him or whatever. Or I had even a type at that age. And so I did. I asked her last year um, because it was a conversation I think I seen in her iPad and it was her like two her close her Mm -hmm. friends or whatever. And they were talking about a boy. But it was a boy that her friend liked. And I was like, well, is it anybody that you like? I'm like, y'all talking about? She's like, mm-mm. I'm like, nobody? Like, I'm same thing. I'm like, yeah. guy, girl, boy, you know? Because I, uh, that's the right. conversation I want her to know she can come to me about and be comfortable right. with. I want to know either way. She's like, mm-mm. Just completely disinterested. It's like, in men, period. Because even at a young age, I had celebrity crushes. Okay. And she don't even have that. I probably did, yeah. Because yeah. I remember, I remember. Cause oh, I'm, you know what? Yeah, hell yeah. Because B2, wait, no, that was before they came out. I my Okay, so I was born here, or born in Texas. Mm-hmm. I came here for a little bit, and then I went back to Texas. So, like, a lot of my young years is Texas. And when I'm Texas, I'm not talking about Houston or Dallas. Like, okay, I'm that's what came to mind. Um, rural. Country, country. Yes. Okay. So, I'm from, have you ever seen the movie Friday Night Lights? Yes. It's based on that small town in Texas. Uh-huh. Odessa and where I'm from are like us in Lockport. Okay. So I'm from Midland. Okay. It's I remember being out <laughs> this country singer, this because mm-hmm. this I was around my, right. my mom's side of the family. So I was in love with this country singer. Like, and then I came to Buffalo that next year and I fell in love with LL Cool J. Like, I remember <laughs> being in love with them. Okay. And he has no celebrity crushes, like none. That's, I don't think my daughter probably does either because i don't hear her like and if i do like it was one boy that she used to ride the bus with and she'd be like oh he's so funny and i was like do you like it like i'm getting it i'm like oh she gotta have a crush on him she's like girl no i just want to laugh like calm down he be letting me use his phone i was like okay so if that wasn't it wasn't that she might be that girl that don't you know get there until she older and that's right. perfectly fine yeah. with me and i i also i would like to believe i guess this is like the vain vanity in me as a parent that i feel like my daughter is more confident than i was at her age oh, my daughter definitely is and so i feel like maybe that might have i'm not this is not to say right that 
if your daughter got a crush around our kids' age that they not confident, but just something that she's they're very self aware, self aware, very self assured. And, and and so I feel like maybe that is why they like I ain't even thinking about nobody. That is true because a lot of relationships aren't they they come from a place of wanting to be fulfilled, like mm-hmm. they like need a, to insta- be fulfilled, yeah, in a way. Like something uh, something is missing, mm-hmm. and I want you to of, fill it. Avoid, and I think that that stems from a very young age. And so for them not to have that, I guess is. I, I like telling. to like I said I like to think about it like yeah. I pat myself on the back like maybe that might be contributing to that so I'm not rushing it though like no, when it comes it all. definitely will you know come I definitely do like little check-ins though every now and again but that's yeah that's definitely something that I want to do differently is have and right now we kind of focusing on um body changes and stuff like that and we have for several several years like she's very self-aware of like body the woman body like um my house is a very like nudist home so (laughs) so she real comfortable um in her own skin and with my skin so um like she as far as like sex it just kind of makes sense to naturally transition to talking about that i think just because like she haven't even my daughter hasn't even got her period yet so we kind of yeah so (laughs) and i'm I'm, because this was around the age that i got mine so i'm like looking for it to happen and we you know preparing her for how to navigate that if she's like not with me or whatever the case may be so it's just it's gonna naturally come up i just want to introduce it gradually but i don't hide anything like some parents are like we were talking super fearful like oh if i if they hear something or i'm like they gonna hear it regardless they they or see i want them to know that um i think a lot of us see our parents as like it's as like like the supernatural person Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then when we realize that they're human it's like devastating Uh uh-huh and i want them to know from jump like I don't Young got ones. it all together. Mm-hmm. I'm navigating <laughs> so like they, this. With me, my only thing is, like, I, I got my period around 13, and that same year I lost my virginity. So, like, Layla got her period recently, but she's been remote. Okay, yeah. So my, my new fear is, like, okay, she's not into boys yet, but she hasn't really had to be around them. The exposure to So yeah. I don't know how those hormones are going to play when she goes back to school. So I'm, Same. that's just going to be mindful of Same. Of <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to actually ease my daughter in because so, we definitely decided to just keep her remote, but um, she's going to do, like, the summer program, and it'll be, like, regular classes, and I'm like, we're going to ease you back into school because <laughs> <laughs> she pissed about she did, it, though. I, honestly was looking was going to look into homeschooling her Mm -hmm. if if we can do it how you know free like she is now and Mm -hmm. have it set up because she actually did better remote because in school she liked people she has to say speak her mind okay it was she was getting into a lot of stuff with other little girls Mm -hmm. because she'll speak her mind Mm -hmm. or she'll say something that they don't like and she says it like completely combative yeah. aggressively so they're like thinking and she like I didn't say it like that but she, you still talking combative even saying <laughs> what you're trying to say I didn't say it like that but so yeah. she we were having issues so she was missing school or like wasn't doing good in school so like since she been home, it's less it's, distractions it's good so I'm actually I was thinking into, about that too but honestly nah she and because got she's go. in dance she's in dance and she's in I'm 
putting her back in Girl Scouts, and I also want her to do the um, the Zeta program mm-hmm. um, for little girls. So she'll have those interactions with other people through her extracurricular. Uh-huh. So I'm really thinking about. Yeah, I think you have to find it's important for um, I think I hope that COVID this experience with like the kids being out of school show parents if they weren't already aware, like they paid attention to their kids learning styles Mm -hmm. and what they need, because sometimes a lot of kids do struggle in school and it's not because um, they can't learn or because, you know, it's because of how they're being taught and Unfortunately, like a lot of these schools don't aren't able to they're not equipped. They're, they don't have the resources to kind of meet each each kid learning style, learning right. style. And like my daughter is she's a hands on learner and but she's also very, very good independent learner. And so this process has been like really good. Like she hasn't skipped a beat, honestly, through this whole process. The only thing that she is really missing is the socialization Mm -hmm. and she also was in dance and um that helped now she's not at the moment so it's like I could really see that it's it's taking a toll on her um but you do have to like pay attention to how your kid learns because it it, sometimes the teachers will say oh it's behavior issues or whatever and it's it's not that they just maybe get distracted easy because shit they not able to you know the teacher can't come and show them hands-on or one-on-one or whatever the case may be so pay attention to y'all that those type of things if you if you not just want to bring that to um the attention um but that was kind of a good segment way kind of talking about like the socialization and having Mm -hmm. the kids involved with activities and stuff I wanted to ask you like your opinion on if you feel like it's important for girls to develop relationships with other like little girls at um, this age. Yes and no. So, you again, you have to know your kids. So, like, because I'm teaching Layla the imp- importance of attributes that would be attractive to a friendship, mm-hmm. as far as, like, being loyal, being honest, having good integrities. So I think she would know how to be a good friend, but you, because of her personality style, I don't, I see her being one of those people that gets her friendships later on in life. Because of the the pettiness that goes on between kids mm-hmm. and how it bo- when it bothers her it like really really bothers her mm-hmm. <laughs> and so me even with me I didn't get I still have the same friends that I've had since I was like seven my best friend we've been best friends since I was seventeen um there I think she's gonna be one of maybe like me or maybe even older, like while she's in, in college, mm-hmm. she'll get her group of friends then. Okay. So uh, friendships are with other women is important, but it doesn't necessarily have to be from a child. Okay. Childhood. So, so my opinion on it is, um, I think that especially cause my daughter is an only ch- child mm-hmm. on my, on my side. So, um, it's important to me and this is something that I had coming up, like a lot. My friend group consists of women that I've been friends with since I was basically like 10 and up mm-hmm. in, or new, probably since I was like eight mm-hmm. and up. So very solid, but very small circle. Um, and I was an only child. So for me, those relationships were very, very 
vital, Mm -hmm. very important to my upbringing. Um, Just having those outlets. Also, because my my household was was experiencing like traumatic stuff in it. So those were like my outlets. Those were the places that I kind of went to. Those were essentially like my safe haven were my friends' houses. Mm-hmm. Um, so womenhood and, and girlhood, like that was always something that was like I found like super important. And with my daughter, like that's why I wanted her to do dance. And so because I felt like she wasn't most of, like I said, talked about this, my friends' kids are younger. Mm-hmm. Um, so they have little girls, but it's a difference if they're not right. the same age. And then um, she was around, like, a lot of little boys. And that's fine. Like, I, I actually really like that because I didn't grow up around boys like that. But I wanted her to have that sisterhood. that sisterhood and to also to know how to navigate females because we not always nice, um, mm-hmm. especially, you know, in, in that age, they mean, they be bullying and, I didn't want her to just get thrown into that. I wanted her to really experience that and figure out how to navigate that because everybody not your friend. Everybody not going to be nice to you, right? Like you around family and friends, so they going to treat you nice, but that's not the real world. So if I don't kind of throw you into something, and it's not that I was throwing her to the wolves, but kind of in a way like you won't know how to navigate it if I don't throw you into something. Of course, I ain't going to let, you know. No, if she, cause she doesn't have that, um, aggressive spirit though, either. She, I think to a, to an extent, she kind of do sometimes, but you know, she's never been in a fight, right? She's only, you know, 11, but I'm just like, I just wanted to expose her to the positives of sisterhood and then also the negative side of it, because I can't really teach you because all my friends is my friends and you know them, them is her, your auntie. So right. I can't show you kind of like the petty side of certain things. You got to like kind of experience that. And so she had her, I would notice like in the school she's been at, she's been in there since second grade. So she has really close knit relationships. It's a very small school. So everybody know everybody and they really um her school really don't have like drama or cattiness and yeah. stuff like that well, what school she go to because <laughs> she could walk a syndrome she go to um <laughs> elwood village charter and it's yeah it's not it's super yeah the hurdle she go to the hurdle campus shout out to EVCS, but <laughs> it's so different than like the school she went to before second grade was like the real world. I think Layla, because of see, my you have to know your kids, and that's the thing. A lot of a lot of parents aren't honest about their children. They they'll like to talk Sugar up the, the mm-hmm. good stuff, but they don't want to admit mm-hmm. the bad. And so, like my daughter, she's very mouthy and sassy. It's also aggressive, so she does have that aggressive spirit. Mm-hmm. It comes off aggressive, and I tell her all the time, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. But she also has a lot. She has an entitlement. So Layla's grandparents own a, a land, a historical landmark mm-hmm. in Chictawaga, and the 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 George Irvin Mansion. So what comes with that? Big. Mm-hmm. So Layla has always, and even as a kid, she like I live in a mansion. No, the hell you don't live in a mansion. <laughs> we live in this duplex. <laughs> Upstairs, like, but she's been exposed. She's to... been her dad. That's been her dad's house. He's lived there, so like her, her, and that's where her bus is. Okay, so like kids on a bus see her getting see her. dropped off there and getting picked up there, and she kind of she likes that. She mm-hmm. likes like oh my, yeah. my grandparents is this mm-hmm. and my 
So she takes that air to school. Mm-hmm. You got a nasty mouth. You aggressive and you think you are that like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so that it don't sit well. So she's what already yeah. dealt with the pettiness, mm-hmm. but I have her in dance. My friends have kids that are her age. My cousin has a daughter that's her age that she chills with. So she does see the sis. She's not as close with them again because she's not with my friends' friends. She's not into the things that they're into. Um, she's not into boys yet. She still plays. She's mm-hmm. not into. She can't have her phone. Like at ten o'clock, it goes off. Yeah. These kids is on their yeah. phones at three o'clock in the morning. It's just it's a like my do- even when my daughter is around, she still have her and she's just so such an individual yeah. and kind of like loner spirit. That's how she is. So when she you know at a certain time she like all right we going home. <laughs> she ready to go. Yeah, she ready. You know she she. That's how Layla is. So she hasn't, I haven't witnessed her develop. She's had friends since she was close and then they went through like petty stuff or whatever. So I haven't seen her develop like a strong bond Mm -hmm. with anyone yet, which I'm anticipating, like I anticipated she knows how to do it and she's been able, she can see both sides of it. But she hasn't formed it yet. And I honestly think it's going to be because when you're older, you know better. So, like, you don't... How to decipher you for can't, people. Right. And mm-hmm. you, can, you can say, oh, you know, she comes off that abrasive, but she's a good, mm-hmm. like... Yeah, because I think I think what has contributed to my daughter having, like, her school best friends or what have you is because of school. It's two classrooms mm-hmm. per, per grade. So, it's smaller. And, like I said, all the kids been there since... Um, since, since the school opened, because okay. the school was a brand new school, so it opened. They all came in together. Oh, okay. So literally, you either in A or B class, right. you done had interactions with either. So, you know, and I think, too, a lot of the parents, a lot of the moms, I can say, like, mm-hmm. at this school, we've been really good about, like, inviting each other to sleepovers yeah. or birthday parties and stuff like that to keep them to avoid, essentially. But it's kind of... Not we doing them a disservice because when they get into like high school or whatever, it they it won't be like that. But mm-hmm. um, you know, you want to protect your kids to a certain capacity. So I put her in the dance more so, so kind of throwing her to the wolves because she do have that sassy and that mouth, but you got to be able to back it up. Right. <laughs> I don't want you to grow up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you got to have it tested. Like okay, if you say that, that's what I be telling Layla. I'm like. You, you got, got a, a smart mouth, and you getting all this trouble in Chictawaga, and you think that I'm going to put you in a Buffalo school. <laughs> yeah. You're like, not going to make it. <laughs> and that's my, like, I couldn't imagine taking my daughter out of the school. She had to put her in any other school, yeah. maybe a private school or whatever, but, like, because I need to know you could back it up. You need you should know. You got to know. So I'm like, you just got to be mindful, like, you know, how you come off to people and what you say and her friends are very similar in personality too they kind of spicy little mm-hmm. little girls and I'm like I think that's why they get along because when they talk to each other they talk to each other spicy but it's still respectful right, right. but it's and I but I appreciate that because you you should you you need to know how to talk to people spicy and like you you need to know how to yeah, do that is definitely weird even today like when she came outside and I was leaving she was like, oh, it's nice out here. Because I told her to go back in the house. And she was like, oh, it's nice out here. And she started, like, bucking. Mm-hmm. And I was like, 
go in the house and do that math work because keep it up and them grades don't get up. This is what you're going to be doing when you grow up. <laughs> and she, she, thought, she was like, oh, no. you." She was like, I know you didn't just disrespect me. I'm not going to grow up to be no stripper. Like she... <laughs> So she and that's how she talked with her friends. So mm-hmm. like she she get it she get it honest. That's, we do we have to we gotta be make we it's it's so much that go into parenting that you don't even realize. Like I can't like the fact that I'm like navigating like oh I gotta make sure that she you know know how to back that shit up because mm-hmm. she's spicy or whatever. Like who would have thought I wouldn't have thought about a, that. You, when I she think was, with girl it is though with black especially black, black girls, girls like you have to have balance. You have to be able to navigate the school world and then college world Mm -hmm. and then corporate world. Mm -hmm. Like, you have to be able to navigate that, but you also need to be able to navigate your friendships Mm -hmm. in a positive manner, Mm -hmm. your relationships where you can speak up for yourself. So, like, I think I I was, for my son, I was more so, I was young. He didn't have his dad around, and... I so I thought that I had to be a certain way to adjust for his dad not being around. So okay. like my my son was very affectionate, and then I stopped okay. being as affectionate with him, like make, trying to toughen mm-hmm. him up. I'm like, I don't want you to be no mama's boy. You need to survive in this right. world. And I noticed I, I, once he got older, like I did him a disservice. Mm-hmm. Like we had those conversations now. Like he's he is very hands out like he not very emotional mm-hmm. even with his girlfriend like with his son is different but mm-hmm. it's the baby so yeah i'll try to remind him like how you how tender you are with him stay like that right like, it's don't end it when he because i ended it with you and i can see the difference so with my daughter i try to make sure that i am I'm more like, aware of her personality like okay. with my son it, i didn't care what yeah, His personality was because we just you taught to survive to, mm-hmm. in this world. I needed you to survive in my household mm-hmm. because if you <laughs> yeah. keep up a certain way, I'm going to take you out. Yeah, um, and I noticed as he got older, like I the disservice that I did him, so I definitely had to adjust myself with Layla. Yeah, and I think we like just overall, you do it's it's individualized to each child. You could have. 10 kids, right, in the same household, mm-hmm. each kid going to need something different and need to, need to be parented in a different style, in a different manner. Um, well, my daughter, like, her, she's very affectionate and, uh, like, with me and always has have been. And I'm not like that. I didn't grow up in a touchy-feely household. So I literally have had to um, coach myself and, like, teach myself how to be more um, tender and, like... Same. appreciate and especially because she is getting older and I know that it is gonna come a a point where you know she's not gonna want so many hugs Mm -hmm. or kisses or you know to lay up underneath me all the time the way she does now so I'm like I have to remind myself to adjust to her needs and like it's not about me oh my daughter will call me out on it because she she'll come over because I do that I, I will push like Layla Mm-hmm. I have, first of all, I have anxiety. So, like, sometimes being in my personal space bothers mm-hmm. me. And then I'm not, I'm naturally, like, what you doing? Yeah, personal like, space. Because, right? just... I, I, again, I didn't grow up in a household like that. And she'll call me out. She'll be like, Mom, um, this is my love language. I need hugs. Mm-hmm. Hug me. That's <laughs> my kid. She's like... 
I need a hug. I, she'll or she'll be like is but in in the same token, as much as I have adjusted uh, my style, mm-hmm. like for her, I also because like we talked about wanting our kids to see us as humans. I also am very real with her, and I say like sometimes I don't feel like hugging you right. and it's not anything personal against you. I I've love you. I, I literally love you. But right now I don't feel, I feel uncomfortable or I don't feel like I want to hug. Mm-hmm. I've hugged you 32 times today. <laughs> Can you just give me an hour? I will hug you in an hour. You know, yeah. if you know, it's around like that time of the month, I get cranky mm-hmm. and I'm like, listen, you already know what it is. You already know what these next couple of days about to feel like, look like. Okay. It's nothing personal. And she don't, you know, she's learning to not take it personal. Or if it does, she's like, well, dang, you going to do me like that? Like, and I'm like, it's not personal. You cannot always take. And I'm teaching her a life lesson, essentially, yeah. too. It's not always about you. It's not a jab at you. It's not um, a reflection of my me not loving you is just telling you what I need from myself. And like, I need you to respect me too. Cause I'm still a human and like boundaries. Yes. You are more important than me. And it's how, you know, overall, but like, I'm still a human and I still have needs too. And like, you got to learn that. See, I don't teach my daughter that, that she's more important. That she's more important. Mm -mm. (laughs) I mean, cause cause I'm like, I, you are up there. mm -hmm. I love you, but I cannot pour into you. Mm-hmm. If I'm not filled oh, up. Oh, for sure. And so for I tell sure. her, I'm like, I need, I'm the type of person, I need to recharge. Yeah. I lose my social battery in any setting very fast. Okay. Even with my kids. Mm-hmm. You will drain me. Mm-hmm. I need my me time. Yeah. Preach. And so she, she'll say that. She'll be like, I'm your child. I'm more important. No. That's mine. No. Yeah. And you know I'm more important in my life. Mm-hmm. I, it's me. Yeah. And I come first. Cause but you can, and I, I've always been like that. As even as a kid, and I always thought I was selfish. Like, and my dad always told me he was like, "You're not selfish. You're self-involved because you're like, oh, I'll let you, the sun shine on you. It just gotta shine on me first. Mm-hmm. And I realized that it's not. Um, I think that's very aware, self-aware. My therapist about it, and I forgot what she called it. It was self something. But that's what she was like. You're not, it's not self involved or selfish or narcissistic. You're just very self aware mm-hmm. and you know what you need. And I, and, I and some her, people, <laughs> I never told my kids that they would. And I, I when people say that, I'm like, no, <laughs> because <laughs> at the end of the day, I say that because at the end of the day, if it came down to you right. or them, it's always oh, gonna it's be them. Be like, it's been times that me and Tyler grew up. Poor. Like I was a teen mom. It's been times that I mm-hmm. went without. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we're not in. We're not. I'm not in survival mode no right. more. Right. So mm-hmm. I've been. I've been around you all day. <laughs> I've we had our me time. Mm-hmm. This is my time. Now I need this. You need to respect it. Yeah, I'm very <laughs> same conversations for real. Like, cause I need you to know and recognize because it'll teach you how what your relationships like. In the future with your friends, like it's not all about you. Yeah, in your relationship, and your relationships with when you get, it's gonna teach yeah, you. It's not it's always about, about you. It's you have to recognize and pay attention because my kid. I think my daughter can be, um, like she is spoiled in a way too, and like um, it. She forgets to like take a second and like observe and step back and say oh shoot okay my mom she not feeling good right now let me give her a second and so sometimes I just have to remind her um 
But it is important, like, that we teach these kids not to be, because people grow up like, oh, no, I'm, I got to be everything to my kid, and they got to see me at my, like, I got to be superwoman, and I've you are setting yourself that. up for failure. <laughs> All I've that pressure that. that you're putting on yourself. Or people, or the moms that, like, their identity is their children. Is their kid. Like, Lord forbid something happens to your kid, or Lord forbid, like, y'all have a falling out, and, you know, something happens, and they don't want to. Or when they, they leave the who, nest. Who, who are you when you don't Outside have your of kid? your kid, right? uh-huh. I have, I'm solid if, if, if I was to, Layla was to marry mm-hmm. and move mm-hmm. to New Zealand, <laughs> I'm going to be all right. And yes. That's, like, <laughs> it's important, though, to have an identity. That's part of why the purpose of this podcast, this platform, too, because, like, when my daughter was little, I did struggle with that for a long time because, like I said, my 20s was taken up completely, and mm-hmm. I didn't have a huge village, and I didn't have anybody else um, that had kids like my friends they didn't have kids and stuff mm-hmm. like that so um it er, everything was about my daughter everything and I like lost myself number one I was transitioning from like early or late teenage years mm-hmm. into now adulthood so even navigating that and learn I didn't have time to figure or concentrate on that I just had to figure out how to be a mom first and so later down the line a couple years into it once you, you know you, you get into a routine and you like okay I got this shit down pack I'm doing this mommy shit like I got this under control once you like figure out how to navigate and stuff and like your kid walking talking breathing you know that yeah. you you could keep them alive um it dawned on me like okay but who am I and like what do you want and like okay so what's your goals and I had to reassess that and since I came that was I probably she was probably like three or four once that happened and I've just grown stronger and stronger in that now Mm -hmm. I would never go back to but I could see how people do get lost in it but just it's important though to snap out of it not even that like with my son I had to lose I had to the road that we were going down because I didn't nip it in the bud when we were doing it. So, like, with my son, a part of the reason he was having so much trouble, I think, is because I was trying to overcompensate. So, he had went through so much, or I, you know, assumed that he had, it was so much that I had to do and give and be. So, he, you know, felt better. Like, oh, he's been through so much as a mm-hmm. kid, like... So when he started acting up, instead of me nipping in the bud, I was making excuses for it or trying to, like, okay, I love, you know, love him too Mm -hmm. much through it. And because of that, when his teenage years came and he was really putting me through it, I had to sacrifice. So I stopped dating. I stopped because now I have to pour Pour into him, into you and get you on the right track. So. I had to, you know, I'm I'm going to do whatever it takes to make sure that you don't become a statistic mm-hmm. and now that I, we're out of survival mode like I'm making a decent living I'm not like worrying about living paycheck to paycheck mm-hmm. you Boy, like you got, it's mom, mama got it, mama and, gotta have a life doing too and all the healing from my own childhood and and undoing you know talking through Tyler through the stuff that cause I, I felt for a long time I was in like autopilot mode so like now I'm like no, yeah, I, I know my boundary, and Layla, you won't have to. You getting you, <laughs> yeah. No, that's real. It's real. It's so important, just as a woman, to become 
us aware of your needs and, and what you need. Like, you don't want to teach your... I don't want to teach Layla that when she has kids, she loses herself. Me neither. Mm-hmm. It isn't... That's another... That's it is a value. Because essentially, we are teaching them how to be a parent right, right. now. or And they learn it right with... Just like we learn as kids, the stuff that we want to take on and pass on, mm-hmm. and parent how parent, our parents and style, we teaching them right now, like the do's and the don'ts, and right. what they gonna want to take on, and right. how they gonna want to parent their kids. And so I will, I I want, um, like it's a lot of I have a lot of don'ts. Mm-hmm. I have do's that you know that I took away from my childhood and my mom and stuff raising me, but I have a lot of don'ts. Right. And I I want to give my daughter kind of more dues. Right. And and so yeah. So yeah. I got one more question. Um. So when we we're talking about like um, raising our daughters, right? And um, like my household is a is me and my daughter, and um, but my daughter's dad he is around. Um, I was reading. A book, the love like languages book, actually, and I would uh, encourage y'all to read it if y'all haven't. It's love languages of children. Um, but one thing that like stuck out to me in the book was um, the author has said like basically like almost like women or girls are doomed if they don't grow up with their dads. I want to know like your thoughts around that and if you believe it is true. I- think kids are doomed not doomed because you can unlearn a lot of things but to save you time and because the time that I took to unlearn and to mm-hmm. to redo could have been time that I was actually building something better so I'm behind the eight ball so if you don't want your kids to be behind the eight ball I would suggest both parents I don't even, I personally don't even care if they're both in a household because you could have two toxic Toxic parents and a parent and you better off with having two parents that live, or happy that live elsewhere. Co-parenting. But at least get you somebody that you know is going to be around because my my mother wasn't around and I see, I can tell the difference between my friends that have mothers. Mm -hmm. Like you do learn that nurturing part from them. And even muscle memory, like that being taken away from your parent at a, such a young age, that's a real thing. So, like, my mom gave me to my dad when I was three weeks. That's a you have a muscle memory of like abandonment. So, mm-hmm. you start operating from that place mm-hmm. from a, early on. So, having though, if my mom was around, I wouldn't have that. And then, even with my dad, like, my dad wasn't very nurturing, he was very, um, he taught me that there were no gender roles because, like, my dad was mm-hmm. very. He was a provider, but he was also the person. He had to be like your. Well, because I had a stepmom, but he, but he was still like, I like my house kept a certain way. So he was the one ironing my clothes. He was okay. the one cleaning the house. He was the one cooking sun, Sunday breakfast. But then he was also sealing driveways and building walls okay. and fixing cars and the one paying the bills in the house. Okay. So I grew up thinking that, oh, men do it all. Like, right. if you can't do it all, then I, you, you ain't. You, yeah. <laughs> you ain't for me. Right. And, um, but so you he thinking- also taught me, like, I was, I'm very, I'm not emotional. Okay. I'm not um, nurturing in that way or like affectionate. And men like that from women. Like, so yeah. I'm coming off like. Yeah. They want that softness. <laughs> right. And I didn't extent. have that. Right. So I definitely feel like it's important to have both the parents in the house. Because even with my son, like you could tell the difference between 
other boys that, you know, had their dad around mm-hmm. and, and him and how I raised him trying to overcompensate. And Layla, you know, has her father around, so she has that. You can see. So do you think that um, growing up or not growing up, I guess, well, you, okay, because you come, you coming from a perspective of, well, you have two kids, so you come have both perspectives. Like that, not having a dad automatically leads to having daddy issues. Um, because we as I women we get I that stereotype. You have daddy. I, I don't like daddy. Like that title. That because sticking. I have daddy issues, and my dad was around. Like I, I feel like you're gonna have it regardless mm-hmm. if you. And a lot of people don't. I think a lot of people have mom issues and they don't mm-hmm. like to admit it because they're like, oh, my mom raised me. I owe her this respect. Mm-hmm. I owe you. Your mom did raise you and you, you do. That doesn't mean she was her, perfect. That doesn't mean that she was perfect mm-hmm. and that some things that she did or said, or, or we get in this phase like, oh, I didn't, I'm not on the pole or the pipe. So my mom did a good job. <laughs> and that not necessarily not like, necess- just because you turned out to be a decent person doesn't mean the way that she wrote, raised you was correct. Was, like mm-hmm. her hitting you or down talking you like I see my, even to this day kids especially men cater to their mothers and their mothers are horrible like bitches <laughs> they bitches no <laughs> um no for yeah I, I I agree I think um either way I know like most of them all of my female friends that I grew up with they grew up in two family households and they um, so they grew up with both of their parents and I grew up in a, a, a one family house with my mom. However, my dad was around, so he passed yeah. away and, um, but then my mom passed away when I was 16. So, and like I said, I do come from a traumatic background where they both had mental health and substance use issues. And so I think I have mommy and daddy issues, you, I mean, you know I what I'm saying? Like does. any, everybody, unless you come from well-rounded parents, mm-hmm. I think that's what minimizes it. Mm-hmm. Kind of issue, and I feel like uh, it's a a play on daddy issues because daddies are the ones that's supposed to be that's supposed to leave or not be around, right? But that mother could like your father could have left, and your mother could have been bitter about that, and mm-hmm. you had to grow up with that. So now you've got mommy issues, and you're not admitting mm-hmm. it <laughs> because she was around, right? But she was angry half it, the right. time, or not present, or not right. nurturing, or because not everyone like not every female is that nurturer you know or whatever maybe she had to work several jobs so she just wasn't in the house right. it's so many different like things my son, if we we're i'm starting to undo things with him now and have conversations with him now but please believe my son got mommy issues like and <laughs> i've had him his whole life <laughs> days and i know like my daughter she gonna have some mommy issues and too I it's know, just guaranteed i, I know layla's father like i got layla father issues like <laughs> So I know she's going to have them. And she and we talk about it now. Like, I've never, I don't bad talk him mm-hmm. in front of her. And I don't, I might say, like, he get on my nerves. But mm-hmm. I say that about anybody. Um, but I don't bad talk him in front of her. And I don't keep her from him. Mm-hmm. Like, when we're going through stuff. And for the most part, like, there was a short stint when I went downtown. But for the most part, we didn't, we didn't have down Like, downtown, any type right, of. Right. If, mm-hmm. you a, if you did, you did. If you right. didn't, you didn't. And she was, she's able to see for herself mm-hmm. the type of person that you are. That's what I wanted from same kind of similar situation where like I wanted my daughter to see both of us as who we are, good and bad. And like it was going to show up mm-hmm. 
you, you kids get to a certain age where they see who there, they say they see who not there, they say who see who doing, who not doing, who supporting them in the ways that they need. Like they're gonna see it. And same with like my um daughter's dad. Like I just we never bad talked. Just was like you know this is she gonna this is gonna, right. this is you know you gonna have to deal with this. Not me. I know I'm showing up for our daughter. You so to, like how you said earlier that you were scared of like um, with the pregnancy. Pregnancy and what was something else? Um, um, oh, heartbreak. Mm-hmm. You can't save your kids. You can't protect yeah. them. As much as we want to, you cannot protect your children in that regard. Mm-hmm. So all you can do is show up as your authentic self, be as real with them as possible, be as human as as possible, but a healed human, not just yeah. Yeah. out here being... <laughs> Say that. <laughs> Say that. Um, And you have to just believe in natural consequences, good and bad. Like, mm-hmm. there's going to be some things that are going to be inevitable. You could raise her to be the bombest person ever, and she's still going to get her heart broken mm-hmm. because of her own expectations yeah. or because of somebody else's doings. Like, it's just part of life, like, you know? You so That's true. <laughs> so, y'all, I think we could probably go on and on, okay? <laughs> it's so much more we could talk about, but we're going to wrap up this episode I want to thank you for joining me, thank Jessica. You me. Definitely got to come back. Um, let everybody know like where they can. Um, you can find Get me you. on Instagram. My personal one is Poetry Bay Jess. Poetry Bay underscore Jess. Um, I many of you know that I have the T-shirt line, Everyday Poetry, which is being rebranded under Model and Muse. So you can find me on Model and Muse on Instagram um, and on Facebook. We'll be relaunching. Um, summertime so next month and so y'all get ready <laughs> before we do wrap up I do have one more segment so I just do a, it's called mommy moment mm-hmm. so just something that over the next couple of weeks or the, the the upcoming week I should say um, that you want to do to uh, for self care pretty much like a mommy moment a minute that you take for yourself oh well this weekend is her dad weekend <laughs> and hey. yes so <laughs> Some relaxation. Yes. yes. Okay. I feel some that. Very Juanitas. <laughs> some wine. <laughs> I love when you say that online. I hear that. <laughs> so yes. Um. So some self care. Mm-hmm. So this week, like I said, tomorrow, last day of school. Y'all I graduate on Saturday. Woo woo. Congratulations. So thank you. So yeah. So this upcoming week, I am. In the streets, baby. <laughs> okay, I am in them, through them, all about them. So uh, yeah, I just want to just have a good time, relax, not have no homework, have to read no textbook. Just I want drinks, I want food, I want laughs. I just want to just let loose and look cute. So that's my plan for this upcoming week, and then I'll be back to business. But thank y'all again. If you have been looking for the episodes, I am back, y'all. So just stick with me, okay? And again, that's another episode of Mommy as Fuck. Like always, my hope is that you'll meet me back here every week as we create dialogue on this platform. And that's Mommy as Fuck, y'all. Never bye. See you later. Thank you, moms, for tuning in to another episode of Mommy as Fuck Podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, 
And be sure to follow us at Mommy AF Podcast on Instagram.